Blog Talk Radio. to watch, I, you know, once I start feeling a nigga and shit, I gotta go back to these battles, bro. <laughs> Yo, right? I told you, like, a couple weeks ago, you know, that light, like, I saw that that clip where he said the light bill shit, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, this boy, this boy, I, I'm fucking with him, son. I'm fucking with him. I hope he, I hope he continue to, you know what I mean? Word, word. Like, he's different, like, yeah, he's different, he though. He gave me a different presence. feel. He got, like, the stage presence of, like, a clean in that field, but, like, he has... Yeah, He's yeah. more interested. Yeah. Like, you get what I'm saying? It's like he's got both. You're all right, but to keep that boy, that's a fact. For real. You know what I'm that, saying? That motherfucker, they're different, dog. Yeah, man, you got to mold that brother, you Hey, LP, where you, where you told me you got the 640. Huh? You told me, LP, told me you got a little bit. So I'm like, I'm surprised you didn't call right now. I just, you know, just hit me at 558 saying, yo, can we do six? I'm like, yeah. I just happen to be sitting right here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really no, 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 I'm just like surprised. You made it sound like he's uh-huh. in Atlanta right now. So he's in Atlanta, so I figured, you know. Where uh, took all this fucking blood and shit today, got me tired as hell. Yeah. Uh, More RP, man. Stop, bro. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. The way that, that shit, the way that shit was shot was fire. What the um uh, swamp battle? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how they I like how they I can't, I can't, get no, I can't use no screenshot from that shit though. 
Because that shit mad dark. Yeah, because it's mad dark, right? Yeah. Trust me, I tried to find one earlier. That's what took so long. <laughs> Up to you. Yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do nine. I'm gonna do nine. I'm gonna do nine with him. I'm gonna do nine with him. Cause he's the first like up and coming, up and coming that actually really impressed me the first time I watched him. Like you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. 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 You, you for someone to grow on me, but like he impressed me. I was like, God damn. Yeah. Let me call him on three. Hold on a second. Damn, Yeah. 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 I mean, I get, he called me, but are you picking the phone? We ain't saying nothing. Hey, Alfie, hold on. I'm trying again. Uh, if he calls in, if he calls in when I'm calling him, just tell him to hold on. Oh, that's right now. Hold on. He's calling right now, bro. All right. All right, he on now. I'm about to mute myself. All right, let me get my guy on here, man. We're talking to my guy in a long time. To the south, Atlanta. Blood, sweat, and tears this Saturday. ARP, what's good, my guy? Yo, it's been a while, my nigga. How the fuck you been? Yo. Good, brother. How you, man? You can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you good. You can hear me? Yeah, I said, yo, it's been a while. How you been, my man? I can't hear you, man. You can't hear me? There you go. I got you now. Can you hear me? You good? I'm good. I'm good. Now. I'm good. Let's take it here. How are you doing, ARP? First off, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing real good, man. I was. What I was saying was, it's been a while. I ain't, I ain't get a chance to chop it up with you in a while. How you been, man? Yeah, listen, it's all good. We here now. I appreciate you coming on the show. I guess oh, the first question I want to ask you out the gate: How would you describe your 2018 for ARP for RBE? Your oh, 2018, right in your opinion. 
Oh, you ain't you ain't playing, huh? Um, no, no, no. Let's go. Right. Let's get to the shit. There. <laughs> <laughs> let's get to the shit. <laughs> Congratulations on your tenure your fans. platform. Congratulate. Yeah, I mean you you doing your thing. You let it dance. <laughs> no, let me tell you what I think as a fan. I think you had a phenomenal 2018. I mean that sincerely and genuinely. But what do you think as a league owner, as yourself? I think 2018 was one of the biggest, if not the biggest years of battle rap as far as notoriety, as far as business, as far as impact, and as far as volume of um, interest around the world. And I think RBE played a great part in that. So I'm just proud as I'm just proud of RBE as a platform and, and the impact we was able to make in 2018. But um, also RBE's role in 2018 isn't, isn't just an impact of 2018. I think the impact of RBE last year has continued to sprawl its effects, you know, all the way up to this day going forward. So, um, you know, we're still seeing the impact of 2018. So, dang, I'm just real proud of that. Yo, I can't hear you. Yo, letter. Yo, ARP, um, the shit dropped him. I'm about to plug him back in. All right, hold on. Oh, my right, bad, we... ARP. Pardon me. I, I, my bad. It's my fault. So let me ask you this then. What made you decide to take your brand on the road? Oh, 2019 he was, good with, he was good with the 20. Was you on the line during the 2018, Joey? I just want to make sure you were straight. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't. I didn't even know if you, if, if your shit dropped while we were still talking about the 2018 thing. My bad. No, no, no. I already talked about that part. I already talked about that part. I last part you might have said though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. No, nah, no. Nah, there's, there's a bunch of business reasons um that make it beneficial for us to look at. There's two cities right now that we're looking at. Atlanta happens to be the first one. Um, we're not on we're not on tour or nothing like that. You know, I see those questions. Definitely was a bunch of business beneficial reasons for us to start looking at uh two different cities. You know, and, and one reason that I will say publicly is the volume of RBE. You know what I'm saying? Like we're on pace to probably outdo the amount of events and battles that we release by the time we get to the sun, summer that we average right. per year. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. we typically average, like, four events a year, four to five events a year. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're on course to have, like, four to five events done before the summer's even over. You know what I'm saying? With a whole nother half year after that. So, Jesus. you know, some of, yeah, some of that is, is, is also from some of the benefits that we're taking advantage of in Atlanta, for example. That's, you know, more on the business side of things. You know, but as you see, the first card that we bring to Atlanta is typical RBE, something that kind of gave us our identity, which is the blood, sweat, and tears, six cards. So it's not like we're switching up on nothing like that. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, we're just taking advantage of, you know, the way we're trying to move right now, which involves one or two cities outside of New York. New York is the home. You know, our legacy is there. A lot of our classics are there. But at the end of the day, you know, RBE is a brand. RBE is a platform. Yes. You know, we will not be bound to, you know, one venue. It's always shout out the drum, you know what I'm saying? But um we gotta do what we gotta do. So 
is there a part of you that's that's kind of like I don't want to use the word happy because drama is home of RBE, but is there a part of you that's excited to take the band on the road? Like you're in Atlanta right now, I take it right. Yeah, this one's gonna be. I just I, I just got out here. Like I'm I'm here right now. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I'm here early. Wow. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm early. I'm, I'm ready to go. You know what I'm saying? I think um, a majority of, if not everybody else, should be here by tomorrow afternoon and tomorrow morning because the press the press conference is tomorrow night, yes. seven o'clock. Yeah, so it's gonna be airing or, or streaming free on the RBE channel. You know, depending on when all y'all listen to this interview, whether it's right now or whether you listen to this on a Friday, once again, right. you know, uh, March 15th, Tonight, probably. Friday, 7 p.m. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah we, 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 we moving. We moving. We moving. We moving. So, nah, you, it, ain't no, it ain't no homesick shit or nothing like that. It, not, not, not at all. And people forget, like, you know, we it's not every single car we done was in drums. You know what I'm saying? We had a... Uh, we had validation one when we introduced the small pound small room to to the mm-hmm. game. You know what I'm saying? That was uh in the Bronx. Uh, yeah. versus writers block mm-hmm. starting five volume one. That was in Queens. You know what I'm saying? Blood sweat tears. I think three and lift the soul two was in Queens. Um shit. Where was Mr. Mills? Where was where was show off and um was it? No no no. What's my man's name from Jersey? Um, J four in the block. Say four hundred. That was in the Bronx. Yeah, that was in the Bronx. Him and Bill Collector, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, him and Bill. That's right. Him and Bill Collector was yeah, in the was... Bronx, right? Nah, nah. Bill Collector and J Four Hundred was in Queens. That was the same place Queens. as right as Writers Block versus Team Homie. Right, right, you know right. I'm saying um, Validation One. That was the card that had Zaya versus uh, Money Bags, Show versus J Four Hundred, J Murder versus Mr. Mills, your boy Clip versus Speed Dollar. We did the GoPro angle and all of that shit. That was validation one, the Bronx. You know what I'm saying? Like then we did some other validations that was in like a, a studio that was in Manhattan. That was where you saw like J C versus Craig Lamar. And that's one of the best RBE battles ever. J C versus yes, Craig. Love J C Craig was, Lamar. Yeah. Dope battle. <laughs> yeah. And that and that wasn't and that wasn't in drum. That right. wasn't in drum, you know what I'm saying? So um you no, know, we love drum. Like like Next card, well, not the next one. May fourth is in Atlanta. Um, that's closure. We can get to that. But the card after that could be back in drum. Like, like we gotta see. Like, there's a scheduling thing that we gotta really, really use to our benefit right now, based on location. So we'll see. Do you still enjoy this and love this in the sense of booking battles, setting events up, flying guys in? Is it is it still a thrill you had from back what 2013 when you guys started? Yeah, if a guy, a guy like me, if 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 I didn't love it, I wouldn't be here because um, you know, I have no dependency on battle rap. Like there's league owners and and even some battlers and shit, maybe even some bloggers that mm-hmm. you know, their main income or you know their how they take care of themselves and pay their bills it comes from battle rap. Like there's league owners where <sighs> battle rap is their job. You know what yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, it's to each his own. You know what I'm saying? Some people. Like, maybe some league owners, you know, maybe they do it full-time and, you know, maybe they make good money. You got some bloggers where maybe they make just as much blogging as they make from the regular child. You know what I'm saying? You got battlers that, you know, their art is their life. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, to each his own, you can't knock nobody. Right. But battle rap, the whole and coach, the whole entire culture could stop to today and nothing in my life would change. So I don't have any dependencies in battle rap. You know, so for me to, you know, be at the level that I'm at in the game, 
be here as long with this amount of consistency and no thriving and growing company is going to have all the goods without the bads. So for us to go through the things that we go through, deal with the shit that we deal with, there, there has to be a love for it. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and not only that, of course, you know, there's, there's a, also a huge pride in creating your own, you know, building your own company, bringing your own ideas, watching your trends sprawl through the, through the culture, stamping your company and your name on the, on the, the timeline of, of battle rap and hip-hop history. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's books with my name and Rarebeat Entertainment in it. That, to me, is that's so humbling, and, and it's, it's wild. Wow. Like, yeah, to get comments and tweets from people from every country around the world. You know what I'm saying? You can see, you can see it in, even on your YouTube analytics. You can see all the countries tuning in. You know what I'm saying? And you, you get the fans hitting you up. We see somebody from out, out, of the, out of the country, from overseas, somewhere, fly in to almost every one of our events these days. That type of shit is, is extremely motivated, and it, it adds to the love of what we do. You know what I'm saying? If you, didn't have, if you don't have a personal connection to your company and, and the hard work that you put in, then it would definitely have to be all about the money. And like I said initially, you know, none of us on RBE need the money. We all of our regular lives, you know, are exactly what they are today, and they would be like that tomorrow. Battle Rap wasn't here, so nah, I definitely love it. So let's win do it. A lot of the fans wanted me to ask you, are you loyal to some battle rappers to a fault? I'm loyal I'm loyal to anybody that fucks with me at a high level to a fault. That that's family, that's you know what I'm like like my brother, you know what I'm saying? Like you could say my brother shot. You know, right. I have Shout out Lauren Yeah, shout out Lauren Shot, shout out I have eternal to the grave loyalty to him. There's times where I, I can't stand this nigga, but that's my brother. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got other family that's like that. I got close friends that's like that. Even even battlers. Like, you think battlers and league owners and platform owners don't argue and go back and forth? Of course. Every fucking day. Behind the scenes, it's just, you know, 50% of it, probably 80% of shit never go public. You know what I mean? But and they shouldn't. I might post some shit. Yeah, but, but what? What grown man and grown woman can't have a disagreement or an argument and go through shit or fuss and fight or whatever and get past it and get back to work? We all should be able to do that. So that's where the honor and the loyalty side of things come in, where it's like you can have disagreements with people or whatever, but, you know, as long as we're not going to cross the extreme lines of disrespect or trying to really harm harm each other, you know, right. fuck each other at a certain level, you could always get right. I mean, like, like look at look at look at certain things that you see going on around Rarebit Entertainment. Like, people remember Rarebit Entertainment and Mr. Mills had a dispute, but I'll be seeing Mr. Mills tomorrow at the press conference. You know, he's he's got an on-site battle with B Magic coming up. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like this this we get past things. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that's how it should be. And even like brothers like Mr. Mills, though, because I, I mean, let's be real. We all know Mr. Mills before RBE, but if you ask the average battle rap fan, ARP, they would say Mr. Mills' best material, so to speak, would probably be on the on an RBE platform. You know what I'm saying? Um, how do you go about sticking to guys that trying to get over the hump and they might not be there just yet? Um, you mean as far as their level or as far as their yes. Time? 
No, which you know what, ARP? I'm a mixture of both. How about both? I like, I like what you just said right there. How about both? I mean, as far as your level, it's the grind until you get yourself into your, in, in a notable position. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's actually part of the Blood, Sweat, and Tears concept. It's like I got interviews back from like 2012 and 2013 screaming that why did the tears separate talent so much? If you nice, you nice. And sometimes you got to get people in a certain light so that fans could accept people for the talent that they really have. You know, it's like almost human nature to the average person that if you don't have a certain status, then you're not you're not good. And that's just not the world that we're supposed to live in. Like, I don't live like that. I don't think like that. I don't move like that. I don't make decisions like that. So I could take somebody like, you know, Craig Lamar, see his battle with Chef Trez, and be like, oh, I think this guy is special, and put him in there with JC and hope for a classic. You know what I'm saying? Right. Once again, the whole blood, sweat, and tears concept is based on that, and it evolved the whole game. So it's 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 getting the opportunities. You got to grind and and put yourself in these positions. You got to network. Like I see a lot of people that 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 swear they want to be on some of these stages. They don't network. They don't be around. You know, me and Old Soul have been chopping it up here and there on on social media for like shit, like eight months. Our very last episode, he came out, we chopped it up face-to-face, man-to-man, then we got a, a chance to connect and, and, and have a conversation. Now I'm really looking to get him on. Like, it's different now, right? Because you see more about a battle and how much they take things, take their platform serious, take themselves serious, take their battle serious when they put themselves in certain positions. If you see a battle, of, <laughs> excuse me, from open, for example, you know, owners look at stuff like that. How much does he take his right. brand building serious? You know what I'm saying? How much, how much does he take his battle serious, his, his opponent serious? All of that shit. You got to put yourself in a certain light, and you got to just grind and grind and grind, and your talent is going to put you in the right position. It's going to put you on all the major platforms, you know what I'm saying? Well, some of the major platforms, and your notoriety is just going to grow. As far as your talent, be a student. If it doesn't come to you naturally, you know what I'm saying? Then continue to be a student and hone your craft. Like, I've seen battling that you could just tell he was born with that shit. Like, he was a great rapper as soon as he started spitting from, from, from day one. Then we've seen other battlers that just get better and better and better every time they touch the stage. You know what I'm saying? They keep getting yeah. opportunities, and, and they work on their flow, they work on their punchline, they work on their timing, they work on their delivery. So those are all ways. It's like, at the end of the day, it comes down to the person. How bad do you really want it? You know what I'm saying? How bad do you really want it? That same shit applies to us as platform owners and partners. You know what I'm saying? Like, we done been ups, downs. We've seen the good, the bad, the ugly of the battle rap culture and the battle rap game, yet we're getting bigger, bigger, stronger, stronger, and doing heavier and heavier things. That's how bad we really want it. You know what I'm saying? Brick by brick. So it's down to the person mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Let me ask you this. Well, how do you handle the league on? Yes, sir. We're going to talk about that in one second. I want to ask you one last question, though. <laughs> What's, what, how does it feel as a league owner, right? I want to ask you this question. Like, you pay a battler, right? You give him money for service, and he chokes, right? We're going to see a battle rapper name. Just say a battle rapper, he chokes, right? As a league mm-hmm. owner, do you get pissed the fuck off when it happens? No. No. Or you go well, behind, well, you handle that behind actually, the scenes. Actually, actually. Actually, let me no, nah, not not even. Actually, actually, let me make sure y'all understand when I say no. Me, I, I'm such a I'm such a hip hop head. Like today, let me just give you a quick sidebar to then I'll come back to answering the book. Okay. 
the big can, and it's funny because this is actually an accidental plug. I wasn't trying to plug and go there, but it just makes sense. <laughs> Sharon versus Big Cannon, yo, real shit. Sharon versus Big Cannon, actually, they both agreed to do a fourth round, all freestyle, just what? to see who's the better freestyle in the building. Yeah, so they're going to have their regular three-round battle. Then we're going to do a times fourth round that's going to be freestyle only. So I had a fan on Twitter today ask me, but they both agreed to it. You know somebody's going to come with some Britons and some, and some, and some you know, setups that they was already pre-calculating all that shit. And I said, yeah, any battler can do that, but I don't think Sharon and Big Cannon would do that. Reason being, like, look at how, how, how these two guys are. Number one, Sharon actually wants to do the Guinness Book of World Records for freestyle, like where they time him, the Guinness Book of World Records comes out to a venue, and he just raps until he breaks the record. That's somebody that takes pride in freestyle. I give an example on Big Cannon's side. Big Cannon faced one of the deadliest pens in the world, JC, and sacrificed his second round just to prove a, just to prove a point. I was mad at Cannon you know, for that. I told him that. A lot of, a lot of people, even, even in the footage, you see him turn to me as the round is closing out. And, he, and it's funny because this answers your question, too. He's turning to me, and he's like, yo, I just had to do that. My bad. And I'm just like, nah, nah, you're good. You're good. Like, because I respect the art. You know what I'm saying? The same way I could tell when somebody is freestyling because they use thinking words, they use repeatable words, they use bridge words. You know, the delivery is a little bit different. You can tell when somebody's freestyling. To me, the same thing applies to when somebody's choking. You could tell when somebody is choking because they're unprepared versus they're choking because it just happened. Chokes happen because practice your material in a certain format, certain delivery, you lead up to, to moments and punches. I've seen people choke simply because they landed their – well, they, they got to their punch and they expected the crowd reaction in all of their practice. It didn't come and it threw them off. You know what I'm saying? Then you just got, you know, the bright lights or being on a stage or, or, or you know, your opponent's entourage or your opponent says something while you're rapping and then they end up forgetting their place where they at. Some people are over-anxious. They've been dying to get to their battle. Like, my shit, Saturday, I'm killing They're over-anxious. They get there, and then it's like the moment just makes them freeze. I've seen plenty of chokes where it's just like, that ain't no fucking, I just took this bag real quick, and I don't give a fuck. Let me show up and try to, I'm going to throw something together. I've seen that before, too, but I could also tell when a person's choke, it's a genuine choke, like he just messed up. You know what I'm saying? If I felt like somebody just took our money, you know, wrote their third round on the fucking train or the bus real quick on their way to the event and, and just like, oh, whatever, I didn't care, then it might not even be a conversation. Then we just might not ever even work with that person again because it's like you just don't care about the business. You don't care about the battle. You don't respect RBD. But if you have a genuine choke, and that's what we see when we're watching the performance, we don't hold that against you the least at all. Like, you could end up being on the next card. We'll probably do our best to work with you to try to get you right back in there ASAP so that you could, you know, get back on your shit. That's going to be the case with Craig Lamar. You know what I'm saying? Craig Lamar had a bunch of stumbles, and then he had, like, kind of choke in the hoops battle. But that's because the stage has a certain effect on Craig Lamar versus small room or, like, like an on-site battle, for example. It has a different effect on him. Like, like it gets to him a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So my conversation with Craig Lamar yesterday was like, nah, don't worry, I got you. We're right back ASAP. So it's different. Yeah, Craig, because to be truthfully told, my man, and, and and I know people talk about Master Hollow as they should, but I said this on Twitter and I said this on my show also, ARP, that oops 
might have had the best three rounds that whole night, sir. I'm going to be real. Like, oops, get ready. All, oops, rounds. I'm glad you're saying that. So, everybody, please just be prepared for Oops' next announcement. Yo, Oops was like, yo, I'm not going to front. Sorry, Craig, but Oops is on one, man. I'm not going to hold you, though. Um, I got Cortez and St. Mike as battle tonight, ARP. Talk to me. It's crazy, man. I've heard that several times. I heard some others as potential battles of the night, which I love about the card. There's a lot of firepower and just pure great matchups on the card. But Cortez versus St. Mike is one of those battles where we're just going to hope that the crowd chills out for a second and listens to lyricism. That's, that's, mm. that's the meaning of this matchup, at least to me. I mean, I, I don't I have agree. No with the I agree with you. I have no clue what they're writing. I don't know what Cortez is doing. I don't know what Mike is doing. God knows until Saturday. But when we set mm. that battle up, all we saw was the was the matchup style of, yo, this motherfucker Cortez been writing his ass off for how many years in front of the fans? This nigga St. Mike is one of the most slept-on fighters of all time in this game. Let's put them mm. together and see if we can get, like, some lyrical-type wow shit. Like, if it's a classic, I wouldn't be surprised. If it's a I great battle, either. I'd be like, yeah, if it's a great battle, I would be like, yeah, that's what we expect. If it's just a good battle, I'd be like, all right, y'all put on. I don't expect two lyricists like this to have a bad battle. Like, like the compatibility of the matchup being that they're both pen heavy just makes too much sense. So if it's battle mm. tonight, once again, I wouldn't be shocked. There's a bunch of those on this card. I wouldn't be shocked. Is, is Sharon and Big Cannon, is that the grudge match? Because I'm feeling that way from Big Cannon because he's been talking greasy. For weeks, like he been on Twitter uh, talking crazy about Sharon. You know what it is with Big Ken. That's why I predicted a few battles that might diss me Saturday, and I said Big Ken is probably one of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you know I know Ken. You know what I mean, and and on a battle rap side, we've been rocking since our very first call. You know what I mean, I met Cannon in probably 2013 or 2012 in Chicago. Was it? At probably when he battled Cortez, maybe. But um. I know that guy that long, and I know there's two side, there's two different types of canon as far as how he comes into a battle. I'm not talking about what he delivers on the stage because he's got like five different versions of himself. But coming in, you see a humble type canon, or you get the canon that you're seeing right now. Somebody that feels like, yo, for some reason y'all disrespected me. For some reason y'all act like I'm not who I am. For some reason right. y'all want to keep throwing the DNA battle in my face. Okay, cool. Let me show y'all something. That's his attitude right now. And when we see that cannon... Yeah, cannon, that DNA battle, though. That DNA battle, though, ARP, though. I mean, DNA first time on ARP, on RBE stage, and cannon, that's really your home more than DNA. A lot of us thought that the mm-hmm. home cooking and, and you you know, you getting your Chris Brown dance moves on the stage, so you're so familiar RBE stage. It was kind of... Uh, but I like mm-hmm. the cannon because I think Big Cannon is the most underrated... Underappreciated battle rappers. Big Cannon, I had a top five Big list. Cannon, some of my favorite battlers, my list hasn't really changed. You know what I'm saying? I put my list out publicly like maybe four or five years ago. Big Cannon is still one of my favorite battlers. Just personal. Just personal people to watch as a, as a battle rapper. You know what I'm saying? And I'll be honest, I've seen him sometimes drop the ball. Like we've seen him drop the ball on other platforms as well. I think he dropped the ball in his Charlie Puss battle. 
You know what I'm saying? On Guerrilla Warfare. He was Guerrilla Warfare, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a big moment yeah. for him. I think he overthought his approach coming into the battle, maybe, because he thought Clips was going to freestyle. And it was wild because I almost never listen to material because I'm such a fan. I like to, I like to hear it live. Even the building, being there on stage as the host and the cone or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or these days, if I'm watching stream, I like, I like to see shit live. But that is one of very few battles that I let an artist spit rounds to me. And he spit me his clip shit. When he got on stage, it wasn't the same shit that he spit. I think leading into that battle, because it was such a big battle for him at that time, I think he overthought it. I think he switched things up. I think he worried too much about what Clips was going to do instead of focusing on the shit that he was going to do great. And maybe he did that with DNA as well. You know what I'm saying? So I've seen him drop the ball, but I've also seen him give countless crazy, wild performances, whether it was his Danger Zone performance, his J.C. performance, mm. his Mr. Hill's performance, um, his Cortez performance. That's one of my favorite one-rounders of all. It's like my top ten one-rounders of all time, him versus Cortez. You know what I'm saying? Um, I've seen him have some epic shit. Even I, I even like his Craig Lamar performance. It's like because he just came with a chip on his shoulder and he got into that big cannon move. Yeah, I seen him do amazing shit. So mm-hmm. I'll never sleep on Big Cannon. I don't think any battle rapper, unless they're stupid, could sleep on what cannon is going to show up in front of them. Stupid. And and Sharon isn't going to play with his debut regardless of who's no, in front he's of not. him. Sharon's so. RBE debut? His RBE debut, me and Sharon has been talking for, I feel like, over a year. It's just timing, scheduling ideas. It just never was clicked. Literally, we've been talking for at least a year. So for him to make it now, you know what I'm saying? It's like Sharon, it's it's not just about Big Cannon for Sharon, I would assume. I like, I, he's like, this is my RBE debut. He's not playing. He's not playing. So, And then you incorporate the fact that we're going to get something that we don't owe. And you know what? Let me say this too. I want to give a big shout out and I want this to come off as a shot to anybody. It's not a shot. It's just you've okay. got to give respect and credit where it's due. I want to give a big shout-out to Sharon and Big Cannon for agreeing to do a fourth round. Because, yeah. Because, because, because that just came up in our pre-face-off, you know what I'm saying, that we did, where we were just talking shit. You know what I mean? And they're sticking to it. And it's not, it didn't cost extra money, you know what I'm saying? It's not like we had to overpay for more material or extra round. Everything is business these days as it should be, but we all love our fans, we all love our supporters, and we all love our, the art. We're all supposed to, you know what I'm saying? And I really love seeing artists that go that we need to not let that, not sweep that shit under the rug. You know what I'm saying? Technology. We can't sweep under Technology. the rug. Yeah, we can't sweep it under the rug that, that yeah, oh, we're going to see who's the best freestyler finally between these two guys. Do not forget the fact that these guys are doing this shit off the arm. They're doing this shit for the love, that fourth round. You know what I'm saying? And we all need to applaud these guys and appreciate them for that because not too often, when's the next time you're going to get a fucking free round from anybody? <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So the fans yeah. need to definitely salute them for that. And me as the co-owner of RPT, I definitely do, and I definitely want to acknowledge that. Yeah. Much pressure is math off I have. Yo, you want to know what's so crazy? <clears throat> I think that that pressure is superficial. I, I, me, I think different. Sorry, guys. I blame me for being a rare breed. But 
I think that pressure is superficial. <clears throat> it's not the pressure of coming off of the hollow performance. That's not that's not more important. I'll tell you why. I don't know if I agree with that ARP, but go ahead. I can prove it to you. All right. So there's a bunch of platform owners in the game that that partner with the battlers to really make shit happen. You know what I'm saying? In the most humble, humblest words, I'm one of those people in the battle rap culture. You know what I'm saying? So I always use the Averb example because it's such a big example because it's the biggest battle of 2018 and, and in recent memory. That's why I use the Averb example so much. You know, Averb's stock literally went from eh to God overnight because of that situation of being in front of Murder Mook and him performing the way that he performed. You know what I'm saying? The same thing with math, you know, to the point where URL even dropped the Av battle the same fucking week. <laughs> but, you know, he battled Hollow. He had such a crazy performance that the fans started saying, what's up with this? But it was still behind the scenes. The people that pushed the green buttons, the owners of Rarebeat Entertainment, the partners of Rarebeat Entertainment, and the artists, for example, Matt Hopper, that made that decision, along with Hollow, made that decision and made it go. The same way people said... Averb just lost the past day. Why is he getting moved? Cancel that shit. Don't put it in drama. Move it to a different venue. The the shot callers and the decision makers have to stand on a square and say, no, Averb got murder mook. No, this is staying in drama. And then once the classic is over, people start saying, okay, give us Averb and Lux. It's the same thing that, that, that math is in. So when you got somebody like us that's behind you, that might believe in, a, in an artist because we know what they're capable of and we know what type of situations we work together to put each other in, we can call those type of shots to spin a career or to spin somebody's stock overnight sometimes. We've done it. It's proof. It's proof. It's on record. We've done it several times. We've even built stock in people overnight simply like in blood, sweat, and tears battles. You know what I'm saying? Like you could take, um, you could take St. Mike. St. Mike was like, nobody was saying his, nobody was thinking about, no disrespect to St. Mike, but nobody was thinking about St. Mike at the time, which is why, one of the reasons why RBE went and grabbed him. And then he popped Yo, St. Mike and Danny, Danny Myers was a fire battle, man. Look at it. It, it absolutely was, but shit like that unfortunately yeah. flies underneath the radar. I'm just saying, like, if I'm on yeah. Twitter and social yeah. media all day long, or mm-hmm. listening to interviews or blogs, I don't see anybody saying St. Mike's name. But then we grab him and put him in the ring with somebody who just was going up for the, the champion and King of the Dot type. You know what I'm saying? Cortez, one of the one of the one of the most well known names in the game. You know what I'm saying? So overnight, now what if he kills Cortez? Overnight people are saying Saint Mike, Saint Mike, Saint Mike. You know what I'm saying? So because we make those type of decisions when we stock, we can change the stock. I mean, we all play a role in it. And the same thing can go for math. and I say all I have to say this. The real pressure for math right now is to prove to himself to prove to his fans, to prove Agreed. to everybody that says his name, that blogs, that, that blogs on him or interviews him, whatever, mm-hmm. to prove that he can have a good performance no matter who it is, similar to like a DNA. But That's do you think he's conscious enough to know what you're saying, ARP? I'm going to cut you off, but do you think Math is conscious? Everything you're saying to me I, right now, do you think Math is conscious if, enough if, to know what you're saying? If he's, if, if, if he's not, and if he's not taking that, that understanding and that role, I would call him stupid. And the reason why I, I don't think he's stupid is because I believe that he, he, he means it when he says 
he's on some shit for 2019. Like, when you hear people start saying that they want to be champion of the year, shout out to champion Jay Black Tech 9 and, and stuff shout like that. The yeah, that then you can't, first of all, you're not going to aim to lose any battles, and you're definitely not going to aim to have any bad performances. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially on the big platforms. You're not, you're not going to try to do that. You know what I'm saying? So the superficial, the superficial um, uh, 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 pressure is you've got to have a classic because, or you've got to have a great performance because you just had a great performance with Hollow. That's cool. That's logical. It makes sense. But the real pressure is that you show the platforms, the fans, um, yourself, the bloggers, the, you show everybody, you show the culture that you can be a great battler no matter who is in front of you. Once again, the example like a DNA. That's what, why do you think DNA gets called for every and anything? I think math, I think math is, is one of the more business-minded people in battle rap. He really is. You know what I'm saying? Like math is about his money. You know what I mean? But look at like a DNA. DNA can get called on any league for any opponent at yes. any time. Yes. And yes. everybody, the fans, the league owners, the block, everybody will believe in him and trust him for that matchup. I just think DNA. And I think DNA is more consistent than math, though. That's no no shade of math. I just think no, DNA is more no, consistent no, than math. No, he he is. He is. He is. DNA is definitely DNA can go down as the most consistent battler of all time. The point that I'm I'm making is that if math is smart. If math is business minded, if math really has a, a plan to dominate 2019, and if he really, really understands what the true pressure that's on his back right now coming up a hollow, then he wants to do something similar to what DNA does, which is prove that no matter who calls me for what opponent on what on what platform at what time, no matter who my last opponent was, I'm coming and I'm going to give y'all a show. That's what math needs to be aware of right now. I don't want to think that I I'm just feel heavy half, but LP, I just feel heavy half is going to come in here. Listen, I got math 2-1 in a close battle. And I know math don't like the fact that I'm saying 2-1, but I'm going to say 2 when I said the math. I no, think heavy no, half no. is going to come in this battle and not I'm, play I'm with this man. You, I'm telling you why, why it makes 100% sense for you saying 2-1. Once again, you're talking right. to the guy. That doesn't believe in fear. <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matt is, 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 is way bigger of a name. He's got more, more legacy, more battles. If Battle Rap stopped right now, if he retired right now and there was a Hall of Fame, we would put him in there. You know, I've always believed in heavy half talent. At the end of the day, the blood, sweat, and tears six um, concept is to break mm-hmm. down the walls of the tears, is to shift status, and it's to make people remove that type of thought when they look at both sides of, of the battle and say, you know what, nice is nice. Because I believe that heavy half is dangerous for anybody, including that. So I think that this battle could be 2-1 either way. We didn't book a battle that we think heavy half is going to drop 30 or math is going to drop 30. We booked a battle that we think is like, yo, this could be some fireworks. This could be some shit. It's just that heavy half doesn't have that status that math has. And then on top of that, you factor in the hollow shit. Everybody's talking about that. But the essence of this battle right here is simple. It's a great match. I like. I believe that. I believe it's going to because be extremely competitive. When I heard math and heavy half, you you conducted a back and forth and a little press, you know, the phone conversation y'all had between the three of you guys. And I'm listening to half. I'm just saying, you know, brothers sounding like yo math. You can't bully me. We about the same stature. That shit ain't gonna work. We know you coming up a battle with Hollow. You on a natural high. You know what I'm saying? Half is not that type of guy. I know he don't. He don't sound like a shit about that. 
Nah, I don't give a fuck about who you are or what you've done in the past. Half is half. And, and honestly, that's why I said, you know, Mac agreed in that call that you're talking about when I was like, um, uh, I think you guys have similar presence. You know what I'm saying? You could feel the aura of somebody that is like, yo, I'm a man, respect me regardless. I, I, like, I'm not going to look up to you. I'm not going to treat you like you're bigger than me. I'm going to treat you as an equal. You're either going to earn my respect, take my respect, but you're not going to disrespect me. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, and sometimes you need that in a matchup. Like, I don't want to put somebody in the ring versus, like, a heavy half or a swave or, or a, a, a math hopper that's going to be timid because then they just choke or some shit. You know, they'd be, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want that. You don't want somebody that could just get pushed around because they're like, Jesus, you know, that's sweet, several. You don't want that. And we know heavy half ain't that type of guy. You heard some of that on that phone call. You know, so anybody saying 2-1, like, yeah, I expect that either way as well. Unless somebody just gets so, got some super creative shit where they could just angle or come, come with a certain approach to this battle where they could just run away with it. You know, that happens sometimes. Like, motherfuckers get blindsided every day, D. You know what I'm saying? But if it's just, you know, we both are just coming with what we come with, we're just going to come tough for the shit, I wouldn't be surprised if it's debatable. I fuck with both yeah. of these guys' talent. You know what I'm saying? So let me gonna see. All right, to the to the people that don't know your history, how much you've been at every you stay before you were league owner, you used to be at events. Like if you guys go back to old footage, whether it's King of the yeah. Dot, even URL, ARP was right there when real deal battle magic. And I say that to say this. You know, Magic's have had, you know, He's been going through a lot of, you know, stumbleitis and things in his career the last couple of years where the fans have been hard on him. I think he's been hard on himself also. Um, what makes you still decide to work with Magic when some people will be like, all right, Magic, you're not the same person you might have seen four or five years ago, but you still give the brothers chances. The, the funny thing is we kind of spoke about that earlier in the interview, right? <laughs> it's the same shit. You got you to gotta believe in same somebody. Shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, like you got you got to believe in somebody, and I've been saying after a lot of recent calls where we come out of a situation, a big situation, where people get what they don't expect, and they expect Averb to die, they expect Math to die, and then all of a sudden they say R V E R V E, and they say thank you. It's because we don't wait for the peak; we create the peak. You know that was that whole point shows why we're different. Like that was that was the logic behind Math versus Av dropping you know, right before his biggest battle ever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right before this mm-hmm. man got got his opportunity to have his biggest battle ever, you know, Av versus Matt, you know, miraculously dropped. You know what I'm saying? That was that right. was that was an that was an attempt to put him in a different light. You know what I mean? Were you, were you upset about that? that? Personally upset? No. Like I I, I know I, I know what the game is and I have certain expectations of certain people already. You know what I'm saying? So I was definitely wasn't upset go crazy about it. You didn't see me sweet and wild about it, nothing like that. I don't think that people think I bite my tongue. You know what I'm saying? If I really have something that I want the fans or our supporters or the battle rap culture to know, I'm going to cut that fucking camera on. You know what I'm saying? So, like, nah, I wasn't upset. Like, actually, I joked about it. I think I joked about it to Matt. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have this inside joke that if somebody is booked on RBE and they have a bad performance somewhere else that maybe is unreleased yet, we could probably get, get, like, we have that ongoing <laughs> joke inside of RBE. You know what I mean? Like, and me and Matt, 
had that oh, joke. Shit. Was, we, right. we was like, yo, you versus Av is going to be dropping any day now. <laughs> and then the trailer father was like, I told you. <laughs> you know oh, man. Like, 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 certain shit is predictable. Like, because um, we've seen certain things, you know, over the years, and you develop certain expectations from certain people. You know what I mean? So upset, not not at all. Like, the game is the game. And at the end of the day, if I'm really going to be one, super 100 about it, which I would have been in, which I always am, is that's still on math. Math is the one that had that performance. Yeah, yeah. That's a fact. You know that's, 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 still, yeah, that's still That's not on URL. That's not your, that's not asshole. That's not URL. That's still on math. You know what I mean? But we believe in our situation sometimes, which is when we still go forth to things and we say, this is still going to work. And you and even if it doesn't work, we still was meant about it because we believed in something and we stuck to it. And we went like that's what separates leaders from followers. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that might sit and wait for the easy route and say, Let's just wait for this road to and versus somebody else that says, Fuck that, I'm taking this detour. Right. And that's RBE. You know what I'm saying? So now, nah, like that's now, that's all part I, of it. I have Cortez and Say Mike as Battle of the Night. I have the most entertaining Battle of the night is Ill Will and Scotty. Talk to me, man. A lot of charisma, a lot of jokes. Yes, I'm, yes. I'm tight. I'm tight <laughs> yes. at Ill Will because why? He's just now. I'll tell. I'll tell you why. You know what I'm saying? One okay. thing about one thing about like the owners and, and the artists. We have a lot of dealings that's never on camera, never on audio, nothing like that. And then, you know what I'm saying? So, oh, remember his first time on RBE was like 2014. I've been dealing with ill will all these years. So that's like five years. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I know what his personality is like. He's like like I could say something about Big K that people don't expect. Big K is like one of the funniest battlers I've ever been around. Yo, his dry sense of humor. humor. Yo, Big K's dry sense of humor is hilarious. I'm not gonna lie so dry. People don't get a chance to see. Yo, and this is why I'm tight at ill will the dog. You know, he he dropped he dropped the dog, right? He dropped he dropped that um that serious Jones blog, you know what I'm saying? Everybody is in, go to the comments of that video. People are saying this is the best promo, the best trailer ever. They're not saying of this card. They're not saying this year. They're saying ever. Go look at the comments. Go read the comments. I'm not making this shit up. You know what I'm saying? And then the same thing that he does in some of his battles, where he brings that charismatic side, that joking side, where the lead-up is crazy. Everybody knows he goes street and aggressive in a split second. But he got some funny shit as well, hilarious. And I'm mad at him because I'm like, I'm like, I say this to him, but yo, my nigga, this is what you gotta give the fans. Like you hold back all this charisma, this type of promo, these type of blogs, you know that 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 even some of that shit on stage, it's all entertaining. You're one of the more entertaining battlers because you got that type of wit and that type of personality, but you don't give it to them all the time. Nope. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I think I think him seeing the response from the fans is going to help him realize, like, all right, they actually enjoy this. Fuck it. I'll give it to him more. And the same reason why we match him up with Scotty is because we know that Scotty is a very charismatic guy. You know, whether it's his trailers, his promo, the way he tweets, the way he talks, that Southern lingo, the way he jokes. Yeah, like, Southern draw. <laughs> yeah, look at him yeah. versus Farris. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he's, got that, he's got that it fact to him to draw you in, you know what I'm saying? Like, like even when he's not barring out, he's got that if factor to draw you in, that, that charisma, you know what I mean? So we just felt like, you know, for a blood, sweat, and tears type of card, 
and to get Scotty as a debut, it's a good matchup, right? Let's see what happens with these two guys because they both definitely got charisma. Let me ask you this. Is RBE the home now of if you have a big clutch match or have but have a real problem with a certain battle rapper, come to ERP? <laughs> no, 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 it's not. My man, you had some intense battles. Hold up, you had some intense battles, brother. Last yeah, year, yeah, this year, yeah. you've had some intense, intense battles. Like, yeah. were you ever worried about? You know, you know, you know what it is. She going I, left? Think, I think right. I think I think right now, and um, I don't want people to say RBE. They only do grudges or, or risky things. That's not it. It's just that we have the confidence and we're working with people that we expect to be professional, and we all collaborate and try to create a, situ- a situation where it's worth taking risks. You know what I'm saying? It's worth paying Murder Mook the money that somebody should have gave him four years ago. It's worth taking the risk and giving Averb, you know, who's a legend as well, somebody like Murder Mook, regardless of where, how y'all feel about him right now before we announce this. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's worth you know, seeing Yo Hollow. You just took John John. You took Awesome. Those are battles that you would never take. How about if we do the math thing? That's another grudge match that's out there. So go ahead and create, create, you know, create the um, or complete the trilogy. You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll take that risk. You know, how about bringing King Lotion? There's really mostly footage of him freestyling, but let's try it. You know, like like these these are risks. They're calculated risks because we we don't do stupid things. You know what I'm saying? It's all calculated risk. But I think because we've taken so many risks. It looks like that. It looks like, oh, they're only doing big things. Oh, if the legends are trying to... I don't have a problem with that, though. I don't have a problem you booking yeah. judge matches. I'm the wrong nigga to yeah, have no, 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 zero no, issue. I, I, I don't either, but I, I never want people to think it's coming from a reckless position. It's, com- it's more calculated type of conversations that we have with people. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, all, it's all calculated. Like, there's one or two battles out there right now where, like, maybe one person might have asked me for it, and RBE said, we won't book that because we think it's a real liability. Like, we take calculated risks. You know what I'm saying? We're not, we're not reckless with none of this shit. And at the end of the day, I think because we applied, intelli- we, we applied intelligence, we applied good business, we applied a little bit of risk, we worked with good people, we grabbed some major things that, that was out there, I think it just elevated the culture. I see a lot of the culture being motivated. I see battles getting booked that would have never been booked before if it wasn't for what's happening in RBE and some of the things that we have done. And at the end of the day, the fans win. Everybody wins. Everybody's supposed to win. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the goal. Everybody don't win. Right. Um, let me ask you this. I know you're wrapping up here soon. Um, you and Verb, y'all good now? No, no, no. I got you. I'm, I know I was on the run. But oh, you got, got time? You. Okay. Well, let me ask you: Are you a verb? Y'all good? No. Do you do you regret going? Do you regret having that back and forth on Twitter? Because usually, you're, usually you're not the person no. to do that. And I think a lot of us looked at this like, "Yo, hey, Pete, chill, put your phone down." <laughs> you know what I'm no. Saying? Nah, nah, I don't have any any regrets about that at all. Okay. And I'm not going to stay okay. on this topic because um, it's a more serious situation. It's a more serious situation. Understand. You know, so there's, there's, you know, it's not a time. This is not a time for that situation to be plugged and interviewed on or whatever like that. So I'll answer that in general. You know, and I said this before okay. in the interview. You know, I try to remind people that I'm human. You know what I'm saying? I of had course, a lot of, of course. Inhuman, yeah. yeah, I had a lot of in, inhuman moments in battle rap before. You know what I'm saying? I had fights in battle rap before. You know, even though I was, I was the host and the co-owner, you know, me and Arsenal started snapping on each other in the middle of a battle. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm like, I'm a man before I'm a league owner. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, and and I think I, I appreciate the pedestal that battle is and blog is and league owners get put on because you know we 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 lead we lead to a degree. We lead the culture. We put on for the culture. We create things. We do things. We give the fans entertainment. So understand when we get put on certain pedestals, pedestals, and then we add business to it. People have a certain expectation, and you take my type of personality and character, that adds another level of expectation. Like, yo, you don't talk like that. I'm like, yo, y'all better pull my record to check my history. You know what I'm saying? Like, my record has been pulled in battle rap before. Like, I'm not perfect, and I'm not an angel. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, like I said, I'm a man before I'm an owner. So there might be certain buttons that somebody might push, especially if I know things behind the scenes where I feel like somebody is really, really fronting right now, really acting or really lying, and you never know, like, I might fly off the hinge. You know, everybody has, has flown off the hinge before, whether they was right at the time, wrong at the time, could, should have done, done it. I've done it, RT. We've all done it. We've all done it. I'm guilty of that before. I'm guilty of that, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I will maintain, shout out to everybody, you know what I'm saying? But please, don't, don't put me on a pedestal to be perfect. You know what I'm saying? I, I do a hard job for the culture. I always have and I always will. I do a great job within the culture. Always have and always will. But at the same time, nobody's perfect, and I have multiple imperfect, you know, moments. You know what I'm saying? All of us do. You know, like like I got I got a, I got a file on myself. Like it, it like it is what it is. Right. It's all good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I remember right. I remember some of the things I've gotten into and some of the things I've done. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like, niggas better watch their mouth. They better not act like they fucking angels and, and they ain't getting to shit because my memory don't split. So, right. <laughs> so it is what it is. But, um, yeah, like, I, I, don't, I, don't take, I don't take that stuff back, you know what I'm saying, because I know the reality of the full situation. So it is what it is. Got you. Um, fans want me to ask you about Daylight. Will we ever see Daylight back on RB? Absolutely. Me and Daylight talk at least, I don't know. When I say talk, I don't want to make it, I don't want to overblow it, like, you know what I'm saying? But we might do each other text or something like that real quick. Like, you know, pretty frequent, every other week, maybe once. Like, yeah, like every other week, something like that. Um, he trolled me on text like two weeks ago. I hit him up again about something like last week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's always, the thing about Daylight, man, is, and this is just behind the scenes shit. Me and Daylight never tested each other's manhood. You know what I'm saying? Mm. We never disre- we never disrespected each other to the point where we felt like we needed to fight or shit like that or something right. like I never I never threatened him. I never said like, yo, when I see daylight, I'm gonna punch this nigga dead in his fucking face or vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Like that's one thing I don't do well with. None of me, my family, my brother, none of us do well with threats. And that's why I don't get, I don't dish them out to people. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's, it's a game changer, threatening somebody's health. You know, these niggas out here got kids and families, and they provide, and you only live once, and you threaten somebody's health. That's major on my side of the gate. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's nothing that we play with. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't do that to Daylight. He didn't do that to me. It was really just a bad situation of how we both go about things. You know what I'm saying? And we've had – you know, we. The first time we got on the phone and spoke about it, it was like an hour-long conversation. You know what I'm saying? And we both accepted shit on each other's side. It's like broke shit down to him, you know, again, like some of the stuff that was in my blog and, you know, some stuff that wasn't. And he understood. And then he broke his side down to me. 
and I understood. You know what I'm saying? And and it's two men that really, really fucked with each other past battle rap. You know what I mean? So the fact that we was able to speak the way that we did and and understand each other's sides of that situation, that's why we just we cool. You know what I mean? Like we don't we we're not going to each other's weddings and birthday parties right now or nothing like that. But it's all love from both sides. And I'm pretty sure right. soon as the, yeah, as soon as the time is right and, and the opponent's right and the situation is right and the business is right, we'll get right back to work. Did you see his LA Leak is on freestyle? I did. The shit was that crazy. shit was bananas. <laughs> That shit is up there with um. That shit is up there with. It's like my favorite three might be the deluxe shit on flex, the surf shit on ninety five, and this yeah, and they and like, is. I agree with you, brother. Yeah, I agree again. That shit was stupid. That shit was stupid. Shout out to yo. Matter of fact, it, it crazy ass nigga day before that shit dropped. He texts me, booking price going up, and he put a, a number. I'm not gonna say the number. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know what the fuck he meant when he texted me that shit. And then, like, the next day, that L.A. Leakers shit dropped. And I was like, this nigga's crazy. That's what he meant. And then I watched that shit, and I was like, well, I see where he's coming from at least. You know what I'm saying? Because this shit is crazy. Yeah, I mean, shout out to Daylight, man. Um, What did you like about the Mass Hollow Battle, and what did you not like about the Mass Hollow Battle? I liked that it was epic. I mean... RBE is a pretty small channel. Um, I like the percentages when you bring out calculate and do the math on subscribers versus viewership. And to see any battle that surpasses our subscribers, it's a proud movement for RBE. And I think that battle's been out for like a week, maybe, and it's already over like maybe a a half million million views. It's like 500 and a half maybe or something like that. So to see videos perform like that on the RBE channel, that means that it's epic. You know what I'm saying? Like, the impact of that battle created conspiracy theories. It created all types of controversy, all types of lies, all types of opinions and talk and debate and this and that. That's when you have something that really shakes shit up. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit really, really shook shit up. And um, I just really, really appreciate the performances on both sides. I think that both of those guys came to play. You know what I'm saying? It was, I got a chance to, to, to watch Hollow debut on RBE. That was great. I got a chance to see Math, who's been on RBE since, shit, 2014 or some shit like that, have his best performance ever. So it was it was great to watch, man. What I don't like about it is um things that don't really weigh me down too much because I'm smart enough to expect them. Some of that stuff I put in my arm. Um, Hollow was set up a lot, and that was a sarcastic title. And it's just the things that, you know, when people throw things around that could be 100% false and even, like, when the facts are already there for you. Like, I hate when facts are there for people and they still don't accept them. You know what I'm saying? They just, they just bypass the facts, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or you just know, the facts I, I, in my whole voice, yeah, in my DZ yeah, voice, yeah, yeah, just like, the facts. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, said, I said it in the blogs before. I was just like, you know, I, I get it. I understand human nature and I understand how some sheep are, I understand how some people are. In this modern era, we just call everything a troll. It's not just about a troll. It's like you got certain people out there that just, that's their character. That's their personality. Like some of them just ain't smart enough to understand shit. You know what I'm saying? And some of them are just 
they have those weak, lame-type personalities where it's just more entertaining for them to live in lies instead of reality. I'm just not that type of person. You know what I'm saying? Like, so when, when somebody just lives in shit that's false, like, like, nah, I don't give a fuck what you say. LeBron, LeBron's in the finals this year. It's like, dude, the percentages show that already that he's out the playoffs. Like, nah, 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 he's, he's, he's going to be in the finals. It's like, why am I even having a conversation with somebody of this type of character? That's the type of stuff where it's just like, that's the bad side of a battle that drops. You know what I'm saying? And um, there's probably one other thing that I really, really was uncomfortable about the battle. And that was the fact that, um, you know, it was, it was so personal that us as the platform puts us in a position where you're uncomfortable because when you book battles, well, at least for Red Bull Entertainment, you know, we take a neutral position. No matter how long we've known somebody, how long we've fucked with somebody, how many times we've booked somebody, when the coin flips, it's a neutral environment. You know, I'm on that stage and footage that's in the battle as well as footage that's unreleased, going to war for hollow. Same way I'm going to war for math. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and it's wild. I watched a, a video the other day, I think on 50 Minutes of Fame, uh, the behind-the-scenes video, where some of that same shit I was going through, starting up the battle for hollow and math, you know, as far as how much people on stage, that is a behind-the-scenes video on 15 Minutes of Fame, the same shit during Averb and Mook, where Mook, you know, is considered the Michael Jordan of battle rap, yet you see me on stage in that footage that's not in the battle, but on 15 Minutes of Fame, where I'm like, no, 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 Mook only got three people on stage, three people. Like, like this is Mook, but at the same time, I got to do my best. Not, we're not perfect, but I got to do my best to keep this shit neutral. You know what I'm saying? So I, I make that point to say, like, to see some, some things in battles that happen so neutral, even when people might get affected. You know what I'm saying? I've seen that with other battles on, on RBE as well, where somebody gets affected in, in maybe real life or, or how they feel about certain things, and then questions come if RBE is neutral. That I don't like. I don't like because we've never lined nobody up. We would never intentionally have nobody hurt or hurt nobody, nothing like that. It's just the battlers battle the way that they battle. They have whatever content, whatever bars, whatever rounds, whatever angles, whatever schemes, whatever setups that they have. And when I see stuff like that on the RBD stage, it makes makes me uncomfortable as a co-owner. I'm like, wow. But, um, you know, you just got to know where your target is or, or, you know, that's all. Let me ask you this. What do you think about the situation going on right now with Twitter with Mook, though? You see the backlash Mook is getting? What do you think about that? Yo, you got to explain that to me because I only seen part of it. I only seen part of it. Like, tell me how it started. It's just, you know what? I'll leave it like this. I didn't watch the, the whole, um, I, I didn't watch Mook's podcast, but evidently he said something to Jess Jules. You know what? I want you to watch it because it'd be probably better for you to watch it for me to break it down. Yeah, it's, for you to get a better it's, 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 gist. It'd be, it. be fair if I watch it. If I watch yeah, it myself, exactly. Then, uh, I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I'm, not, right, right. I'm, not, I'm not fronting at all. I did see, like, I've been on Twitter more, especially, like, this last two weeks because Blood, Sweat, and Tears 6 is coming up. You know what I'm saying? Saturday. Mm. So I've definitely been on Twitter more. And I did, I see Mook on Twitter more. When I happen to look at my shop, I'm like, oh, it's Mook on Twitter a lot lately. And I did see some back and forth. I just don't know how right. it started, so it's not fair for me to really, I mean. Yeah, I'd rather watch the footage first there. Let me go ahead and, um, what's that tweet you had about Eminem, my guy? What we doing? What was that about? Oh, no, I was just having fun. 
<laughs> you can't do shit like that because niggas is like, yo, what you got going on over here, my guy? Yo, you, you want to know what's crazy? You want to know what's crazy? I actually appreciate the fact that people are well, even unsure. That just shows, yo, my niggas, like, just think for a second. People respect the reach, the impact, and the capabilities of RBE to the point where there's actually people out there that was unsure if Eminem is coming to RBE on a day that's the day before URL's Cassidy Goods card, and the name of the card is called Tax Return, some lame-ass shit. You know what I'm saying? You know that people say you're being petty, though, ARP. You know that, right? No, no, I, w- I wasn't being petty. That that, uh, that was being petty to, to me, and this is just my definition. Pettiness is when you're really trying to do something to somebody. You know what I'm saying? And you do something so corny and so low level because you're trying to find a way to get back or to take an action on somebody. That's petty. Like, like you, you stepped on my foot, so I'm going to hit your drink off the table with my elbow and act like it's an accident. When you actually do something, that's petty to me. I mean, I, we're not we're not trying to harm anybody. We didn't really try to move, play with nobody's event, nobody dating, nothing like that. That's not how we are. So to me, it was 100% fun. It was it was just all fun, all 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 fun because I made it so so obvious. You know, a, a lame ass shit like tax return because it's taxes. It's that's trying to joke and say that. Y'all, you know, the only way we could afford big big looks on RBE is when tax returns come in. That's obviously not true. We had some of our biggest shit in the, in the fall and winter or whatever. You know what I mean? So I was joking on tax season. Like, everybody's making tax season jokes right now. You know what I'm saying? Then I was obviously joking about the date. You know what I mean? Because everybody jokes with us and says to us, at least the people that follow me. So I'm really talking to people that follow me. Everybody jokes to us and says that, you know, dates are always week before each other with certain platforms, you know, by coincidence. So I'm just, I joked with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to spin negatives into positives sometimes. I'm showing the fans that the things that y'all say are bad or whatever, I'm having a good time with y'all with. That's what I'm showing people. You know what I'm saying? And then the Eminem side of it is like, Eminem would be considered the biggest name to ever step on modern day battle rap stage to battle. And for people, some people to believe that shows the respect for RBE's impact, reach, and capabilities. And that, to me, is wild. So I'm just glad to have a little bit of fun with the fans and for you to even ask the question. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so salute. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to have a little um, more fun with it. That's it. There's been talk on Twitter also about Hitman Holler making an RBE debut. Can you confirm that or deny that, sir? Hitman will be debuting on Rabbit Entertainment May 4th on the closure card in Atlanta. Okay. Us as battle rap yeah. fans kind of know who the opponent is because, you know, battle rappers can't keep their motherfucking mouth closed for anything. Um, is it true the person is they say is battling? It might be or it might not be. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or, or maybe, or maybe, I respect maybe, that. Or maybe, maybe the person that they're saying is in negotiations. Maybe it's not locked in. Or maybe it is locked in. You know, it's too it's too soon to say whatever the rumors is. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just too soon. Like, I'm not trying to play a game with the fans. Like, thank you to all, all of our supporters that are going in their phones on their calendar and be like, well, another pay-per-view or got to fly to Atlanta for May 4th. You know, I appreciate y'all so much. So that's why, you know, off Twitter and everything in this interview, I'll tell you flat up straight out. I never even said that yet publicly, but I get that to you. 
yes, I will confirm. You know, that's why you hear that ball game that. in the front of the um, math and hollow battle. But at the same time, like, you know, there's been situations before where people swear up and down that A is happening and, and B actually happens. So I do take pride in that because that's actually part of being a creative platform where you could almost be a little bit, you know, um, sporadic, I guess. Maybe not sporadic is the word, but, you know, you got you to gotta have fun a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes we do a little bit of misdirection. I've done that in trailers before. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, not announcements. Like, we're not going to lie when people start spending their money. But um, we've done things like that to keep things creative and to have fun with our fan base and to keep things interesting. You know what I mean? So there's no confirmations on the opponent coming yet. But uh, May 4th, you will see um, Hitman Holla debut on Red Bull Entertainment. And big, big shout-out to Hitman Holla because um, it was time. You know, we didn't touch base about yes. him getting on the platform. Many times, many times, like last year, um, I think the year before that, may, may may have started this early as him versus show-off conversation in 2016. That might have been the first time we had a conversation. You know what I'm saying? 2016, okay. with him and show-off. Then last year, um, we spoke about getting him on the Rare Breeze card because it was going to be New York versus St. Louis. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And then... Uh, yeah, it's going to be New York. Well, matter of fact, I'm sorry, East Coast. East, my, my bad. Not, not New York versus St. Louis. Midwest versus East Coast. Because once Mook and Bird was locked in, you know what I'm saying, we figured if we get if we get Hitman, we're done. You know, we could easily then try to grab B-Magic or Oops or give a call to Young Ill because I had already been in touch with Young Ill at that point. We were like, yo, the Midwest and the, and the, and the, or the St. Louis versus East Coast call is, is done. And then uh, miraculously all of a sudden he got a call for Tay Rock. I mean, once that, the buzz of, you know, that started, I'm not saying that that's the truth or it's coincidence, I don't know, but he just popped up all of a sudden Tay Rock, and then, you know, RBE and Hitman had to back off of our, obviously, our um, negotiations and everything. But I'm very, very adamant about this business-wise where I feel like, I want to say this publicly, where um, there's nothing wrong with choosing um, the battles that you're going to take because at the end of the day, the battlers should look out for themselves. You know, like if you're negotiating with ARP and then you get a call for possibly more money or even it's the same amount of money or, or Tay Rock, if you feel like that opponent's bigger than maybe what we're talking about and you take that, I'm still, I'm going to shake your hand. I'm going to say shout out to Hitman. I'm probably going to buy the stream. I'll watch all the Hitman's battles or if it's a, Call I want to be at. I'm in the building. I'm going to support. That's the type of person I am. Those are the type of people RBP is. The only thing that we have a problem with is if you actually took our money and signed our contract, and then something changes. So, you know, so he went and did his Tayrod battle. I enjoyed it. I watched it. I think it's probably the battle of the night for some Madness Seven. You know what I'm saying? And then we went on. We still did our card. Uh, arguably the biggest card of the year. Well, yeah, it was the biggest card of the year because I had the biggest battle of the year. So biggest card of 2018. And then, um, you know, me and Hitman found our way right back to the table. You know what I'm saying? Two grown-ass men, businessmen, chopping it up, seeing if we could make it work. And this time we made it work. So shout out to Holler, man. Fuck with him. True businessman so far, man. Fuck with him. All right. ARP, man, shout out to um, Card again, please. Pay-per-view. Price, all that for me, please. Yo, blood, sweat, and tears, six, going down 
Saturday. But don't forget to tune in live for free on the YouTube, RBE YouTube channel for the press conference going down 7 p.m. Um, this Friday. But, yes, it's going down. Get your live pay-per-view, or there will be also tickets at the door. Um, if you're in Atlanta or the Atlanta area, we're going to be at the music room. All you got to do is go on Google and search music room downtown Atlanta. We're going to announce the after party in the building because everybody knows Atlanta is a party city. So the battle is, the ladies that come out, myself, shout out to Lawrence, we are going to just hop right in the cars, get the club down the block, and we'll be turning up the whole fucking night. But we got some classes that we're going to watch first. You know what I'm saying? So go to rarebreedent.com, get your live pay-per-view. Big shout-out to Avocado and the Room Your Day team. Of course, they are building delivering that stream for y'all. We're not playing with our streams. We got y'all. We got the top dog in the stream for you, as always, these days. You know what I'm saying? So right. I go to rarebreedent.com or get online if you want to be on the building out there. The doors are going to open up at 1 o'clock. The stream will probably be starting somewhere around 2.30 p.m. Right about. The stream is going to start somewhere around 2.30 to 3 o'clock. So make sure y'all get on the stream. First event outside of New York is going down. Shout out to everybody that's on Blood, Sweat, and Tears 6 because I think they're all wild-ass matchups with a bunch of sleeper classics. So we're going to see how it's going to turn out. We're going to see y'all in a few days, man, in a second. We there. All right. And then we got also the um, face-off tomorrow, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Once again, make sure you're on uh, the RPE YouTube channel at 7 o'clock. It's going to stream there. Well, half you niggas, hold on, hold on, hold Half you niggas should be subscribed to the channel. It's going to pop on your goddamn phone as notifications. Subscribe to RPE. Look at that, man. Well, well, you know, well, you know what? Yeah, if you're subscribed and you don't got your notifications on, then turn your notifications on. If you're not subscribed or you're subscribed and you don't have your notifications on, then cool. Just keep checking the RBE channel about 7 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow, which is Friday, or depending when you're listening to this, Friday, March 15th, and you're going to see that, that them face-offs in that RBE press conference kick off with all the Blood, Sweat, and Tears, six battlers. they all touching down in Atlanta tomorrow morning or Friday morning. Then we're going to get a chance to see what's on everybody's mind, see everybody face-off and go at it before we touch the stage Saturday. So it's going down, y'all. It's the movement, brick by brick shit. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate you coming on the show. Man, for me, my guy. You know what I'm saying? My nigga, likewise. Let's rock after the battle, after the card is over. Yes, sir. I see what it is, man. Shout out to ARP, man. My nigga. You already, man. That's what it is, man. Shout out to my man ARP, RBE, Saturday. Cop the pay-per-view. Shout out to my man Relly Pierce, hip-hop, man. Whoa!